Hello, welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. Thank you for listening. Yesterday, we saw in Psalm 23, the relationship between a shepherd and his sheep. And we know that it's important to understand cultural things like that, that we read in the Bible that we're not really familiar with today, because David wrote, the Lord is my shepherd. And we saw yesterday at how sheep are totally reliant upon the shepherd to provide for, protect, and direct them. Without that from the shepherd, the sheep are basically hopeless. And so now let's see what David means when he says, the Lord is his shepherd. First of all, I want you to see the person of the shepherd is this, it is the Lord. The patriarch Jacob was the first to identify God as shepherd. In Genesis 49, 24, the Bible says, But his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. And if you do a quick search in your concordance on shepherd and the keepers of the sheep, it was revealed progressively in Scripture with more and more references to the shepherd until the Lord was revealed completely as shepherd in the Lord Jesus Christ. The person of the shepherd is the Lord Jesus Christ. If you go to John chapter number 10, and you might have your Bible handy, uh, but if not, I'll go ahead and read it for you as you continue to do what you're doing there. John chapter number 10, the Bible says, beginning in verse number one, verily, verily, I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking. He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him for they know not the voice of strangers. I'll pause right there. What Jesus is saying was no revelation to the people listening because they saw that on a regular basis. What would happen is a whole teeming group of sheep with many flocks involved would be together and the shepherds could stand at different edges of that circle of sheep and at the same time begin giving their particular call or uh, pitch, tone of voice, and those sheep would know their shepherd. If it was some other person, they would flee. But if they could pick out their shepherd's voice, they would go to the shepherd. Verse number six, I'll continue in John 10. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The difference between a hireling and a shepherd was this. The shepherd owned the sheep. The hireling 
was basically that just that someone who was hired to do the bidding of the shepherd that owned the sheep. Now, the hireling was in it for the paycheck. So if some danger came, such as a wolf, as the passage mentions here, he would flee. It wasn't worth his life. But the shepherd cared for the sheep. The shepherd loved the sheep. So when a danger like the wolf came along, he stood his ground, much like David did. Verse number 13, the hireling excuse me, fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and have known of mine. Underline that in your thinking. I'm the good shepherd, Jesus said. Jesus is the shepherd. Verse 15, as the father knoweth me, even so know I the father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doth my father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my father. Jesus is the good shepherd. Hebrews 13, we see that he's the great shepherd. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever. So he's the good shepherd. He's the great shepherd. He's also the chief shepherd. If you go to First Peter, and I'm turning there right now in my Bible, can you hear? I have my Bible here in front of me. But First Peter chapter number five, verse one says, "The elders." Now, elder is another word for pastor. And today we we always call the the person at the top of the church, however you want to call it, the man of God at the church, the pastor. And pastor literally means shepherd. Uh, back here in the New Testament, it, he was also called other things such as elder or bishop. It means the same thing, just emphasizes different roles. The elders, the Bible says, which are among you, I exhort, who am also an elder, Peter's writing, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God, which is among you. That's a pastoral duty. Taking the oversight thereof, that's the uh, a bishop's duty. So elder pastor, bishop, interchangeable, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being in samples to the flock. And so when the Lord places a pastor in a place and a church, he's not the Lord over that heritage. He is simply the under shepherd under the chief shepherd. So he's the shepherd of that flock, but he doesn't own those sheep, you see. The Lord Jesus does. Those are his sheep. And so that under shepherd has to lead those sheep exactly how the chief shepherd would command him to do so. And then it goes on, verse number four. And when the Bible says the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Who is he the chief over? He's the chief over the other shepherds, the pastors, that he is appointed to feed the flock. It's one of the most beautiful titles of the man of God presiding over a church, uh, a shepherd or pastor. Elder is good. Bishop is good. But shepherd really reflects the heart of Jesus towards the people. They all do. They're all duties that the Lord gives the man of God there. But shepherd is beautiful. And I wonder if Peter might have had in mind one of the last encounters he had with the Lord. If you have your Bible again and you feel like turning John 21. John 21, Jesus has denied Christ. 
but he's getting right with God now after Jesus has rose from the dead. Uh, 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 Peter has caught all those fish um, and uh, Jesus, you know, told him uh, from the miracle forum and Peter drags the fish to shore and sees that Jesus is resurrected and Je- Jesus has fish upon the fire and they have a brief conversation. Here's what I was trying to get to. John 21 verse 15. So when they had dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter. Now we got only a few verses left of the book of John. This is one of the last encounters we have with Peter and Jesus. So when they had dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these, indicating the fish? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he had said unto him, The third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things, thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, feed my sheep. And it's an important position that the man of God in the pulpit has as the shepherd of the sheep to feed the sheep the word of God. Listen, if you've got a good pastor at your church, if you have a pastor, don't go judging him. If you've got a pastor, thank the Lord for your pastor. You ought to love support and follow your pastor as he feeds the Lord's sheep. So, so far, we understand who is the person of the shepherd here. The Lord is my shepherd. It is simply the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for our shepherd, the good shepherd, the great shepherd, and the chief shepherd, Jesus Christ. We'll continue in Psalm 23 tomorrow. God bless you.